Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 90 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Zohail, and join with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and the total queen of this podcast, Anna. Oh, I love to be the queen. What you, happened? I'm queen. Because the this week, we're talking about the episode, The Lost Queen of Atlantis, but you are not the lost queen of Turtle Recall. <laughs> you are the definite found queen of Turtle Recall. I love to be the queen. <laughs> you are definitely the queen. Uh, so, yeah, that that's the episode uh, we're going to go uh, into fun stuff. Uh, you know, uh, before we get in there, I do want to talk about something major uh, came out this week. And uh, I, w- I was fortunate uh, to read it. Uh, Anna has no interest in it. And that is the final issue of The Last Ronin has been, uh, uh, is releasing this week, I should say. Yeah, so uh, the story came to a conclusion. Uh, This one, like, I mean, uh, I'm going to go into it and everything. And uh, and then I'm also going to go into why Anna has, like, no desire to read it. Uh, But just, uh, like, just the way, just, like, the length of this, like, comic. Because I believe, uh, you know, I have the internet right here before I start guessing. I, uh... I believe the first issue came out in 2020, if I remember correctly. Uh, I know, I know the first issue came out while we were doing the podcast. The first issue came out in 2020, and it was supposed to be like every issue was supposed to be like every two months. And then, I mean, you know, obviously 2020 we had this, you know, global disaster of. You know that's hard to ignore. That that like put a damper uh, on things, and that actually delayed. Like that advertising that I liked. It was for the match. Was like right. Oh dear, call me like twenty twenty. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly, exactly that one. Yeah, but yeah. So that I mean that happened, and that like delayed the first issue because I think the first issue was originally supposed to come out in like May of twenty twenty, and then it came out in. October, uh, I, I can't remember all the all the dates, but originally the comic was supposed to be come out every two months, and I remember even when they announced that, people were like, oh man, two months between issues, that's going to take forever, and then like, you know, then two months became three months, and then, I mean, in this last issue, like, I, th- this one, I felt like kept getting delayed, but yeah, a, a five issue event took one and a half years to finally uh, get completed. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, obviously, if you guys are worried about spoilers, there will be no spoilers while I, I kind of talk about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about like how I feel about it, but like I'm gonna keep it spoiler free as much. And in fact, I'm not even gonna tell you like what happens at the end of the first issue, even though most of the uh, writers and people who've been working on this book pretty much spoiled that after like the first month. Uh, but uh, oh, overall, 
I really uh, in enjoyed it. Uh, th this one, like, you can look at it as like, like you know, the the like the Ninja Turtles like series finale. Like you know, like this is like the last story. You know, that's part of why it's called like the Last Ronin. I thought it was a really good conclusion uh, uh, for that, and I, I I really enjoyed it. I will say, like, after I read the first issue, I kind of felt like I knew how, like, the, I felt like I knew what was going to happen at the big climax of the final issue that came, that came out this week. Like, I felt like I had that in my head for, like, you know, the past, like, year and a half, and it did play out pretty much exactly how I thought it was going to be. That doesn't mean it was bad. It just meant it. I mean, because I was still excited. I still wanted to see it go through. It's just that you know, when you start when you start reading it and you just kind of know like stories and everything, you kind of like realize what the you kind of realize what the like the last part was gonna be. But it did not like it didn't ruin it for me. I just felt like it, it, even though it was predictable, it was still like fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, yeah, just overall, overall, I really enjoyed it. If you guys don't, don't know, I, I, like, briefly in the story, it takes place, like, in the future. Only one of the turtles uh, uh, survives, and uh, basically, basically, they're, uh, you know, that, that last turtle is trying to uh, defeat one of uh, Orokusaki's, like, last living descendant. Uh, from like because uh, the whole world was like taken over by the foot mm. and that that's all you really need to know and then like from there you can kind of figure out how things kind of uh, played out uh, but uh, I, I really enjoyed it um, but like you know I want to I want to talk about why uh why Anna was if this is not a story for Anna at all like you know uh, and uh, because because Anna you enjoy Ninja Turtles as like a like the fun goofy stuff yes yeah like you know and this one is like this one kind of gets down and serious and everything and that's that's not also, honest I, also i know i kind of want to give us an end and i don't like end that's right yes anna does not like endings at all like she's the kind of person like when a show gets to the uh, the series like finale, she's kind of like, do we have to watch it? And I'm like, well, don't you want to know how everything is? And she's like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> they're good now. <laughs> no, they're good now. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the last thing she hates in like any shows like series finale is like when they do when everyone does that whole like, oh, we love each other, we hug each other, and like because like they because like they act like the whole like we'll never see each other again. Oh yes, yes, yes. So. Uh, the other thing I, w I do want to talk about, uh, Last Ronin, and, and this also, like, you know, so we don't alienate Anna, who has, like, no desire to read it. Uh, the the big thing I do want to talk about is the adaptation. Because, of course, like, after everyone, like, read this, the first, like, everyone's been like, oh, uh, I, I hear the people screaming, oh, let's make this into a live-action movie. A lot of people... I, I, I mean, I know, like, a lot of people, like, consensus, like, oh, we want to make this into, like, some consumable media so we can, like, watch it in, like, action and everything. And this is actually what I kind of uh, feel about it. First, yes, 
100% I want this made uh, into something. I mean, now, I, I know a lot of you guys are screaming. I hear you guys screaming right now at your, like, podcast screens and you're on your computer or your radio, wherever you're listening to this. You're all screaming, live-action theatrical movie rated R. I hear that. I'm going to say I'm not in favor of that only because of a few things. Do I want a live-action version of this movie? Yes, I would love. I would love that. But... If we have a live-action theatrical movie of this, I really think it's going to fail in theaters, to be honest. Uh, and, I mean, uh, you know, because... Alright, all right, Ani, when you think of Ninja Turtles, what demographic do you think of? Younger people? Right, exactly. Uh, because with most Ninja Turtle-like uh, media, like, you know, it's, it's mainly aimed... For a young, for a younger generation, it's young. It's aimed for like uh, the uh, the children or and that kind of stuff. And I mean, and I know, I know, like you know, there's people that who are my age who are like really big into Ninja Turtles, and we want something uh, for us too. That's why I feel like the comics are for, to be honest. But here's the thing: if we try to make a a like quote unquote rated R. Ninja Turtle movie uh, for theaters, it's not going to do well. Uh, and that's just because, like, we're such a minority be because, like, most of the people who like Ninja Turtles are younger kids. And if it wasn't for younger kids, like, when Ninja Turtles came out, I was a young kid. We made Ninja Turtles this big thing because of our age, because like we lo- we enjoyed the action figures, because we enjoyed the cartoon. I mean, the spirit of the Ninja Turtles is young. Right. Yes, the spirit is young, and and I'm not saying like oh let's have like everything for Ninja Turtles needs to be dumbed down for like the the youngest generation. It's just that when you alienate the younger generation, you're losing a lot of revenue. Uh, personally, this is what I think. I really, I really think this is how they should do the last Ronin, which would be not only like profitable, but like, like you know, what makes like the most sense. Um, like for for like we can have like more things in uh, that genre for Ninja Turtles, uh, and that's like either. Uh, like direct to DVD or now direct to streaming because direct to streaming is now all the rage now. But I think if we have a direct to streaming, uh, and I'm gonna say animated, uh, as, as much as like people like, oh, we love like everyone likes like live action because like they all remember the the first the first two live action movies and how much they love that. I think in animation, personally, I think animation you can get away with a lot more stuff than what. Uh, live because a- of the limitations of live action. That's just me personally, but also Anna and I were like huge into animation, and Anna's an animator, so that's why we're kind of biased with animation. But I think the best way to do a adaptation of Last Ronin is kind of like how they did the Batman versus Ninja Turtles movie, where it was like you know direct to DVD, and it was. Definitely, like, if you guys like watch that movie, like, that was aimed for a higher demographic than the actual, the 
the 2014 and 2016 uh, movies. I felt like that one was more violent than the the two latest live action movies. Um, it and like and the thing is like because of like the production costs and everything, uh, Warner Brothers has been able to pump out these uh, DC animated movies direct to uh, video. Uh, like, you know, for, like, over, like, almost 15 years now, I think, uh, they, they've been doing it, and then, like, they just been, didn't have to, like, really worry about, like, oh, is it too violent or anything like that, because they got their audience, and they don't have to worry about, they don't have to worry about, like, oh, is this going to do well globally? Is this going to do well in China? Is this going to do well in this theater? Is this going to keep our movies in, in for the, uh, the movie theaters to keep it like sustainable they don't have to worry about that because they're they're going directly to the consumer and I think that's the best way to do it do it directly to the consumer and try not to go for oh let's let's try to make something that's generally liked for every country for every audience so we can maximize the profits to have that reason to make it into like a movie that goes into theaters does that make sense, honey? Yes. Yeah, so that that's personally, that's what I think. Um, you know, I mean, everyone's like entitled to their own opinion, but I've always said, especially after, I'm still, I'm still like waiting on a sequel to the Batman versus uh, Ninja Turtles movie because like, you know, the, we it ended on a cliffhanger and everything, but uh, like, I would love it if like Paramount did like a, like direct to, uh, direct to streaming or direct to video Ninja Turtle stuff that's based off the IDW comics. It's something, and like I said, something that that skews more for the audience that are like my age. Like you know, so like you know, we don't have like like you know that stuff. We can keep it like oh, let's make this into uh, a little more edgier, a little like not as uh, kid friendly. Uh, like you know because. Then they don't have to, because, you know, the, when it's not kid-friendly, you don't have to worry about action figure sales. You don't have to worry about this. And then, like, you know, the the theatrical movie, the one that uh, Seth Rogen's working on right now. We, we can make, you know, like, you know, make have that for the kids, you know? Have that as for the general audience. That's just, like, uh, you know, uh, was, did you have any um, other input about that, honey? Uh, I, I think you're right. In general, I think that when I said that, it's the spirit of animation, no, spirit of Ninja Turtles that to be like, um, like that. I mean, for example, like some stuff in the public, you you accept it uh, in in a style, mm-hmm. and when you want to renovate it like so much, it's like it uh, uh it lose all of his uh, it'll be like a new thing. It won't. It'll lose everything that it has. It'll lose its identity, right? Yes. Like, for example, when they change the pizza, like, completely and, like, add some stuff, like, uh, it's not pizza anymore. You well, you still eat it, you might even enjoy it, but it's not pizza anymore. Right, right. R- r- right, right, exactly. Yeah, so, like, you know... Or the same thing that they did with the... What was that? Uh, the show that you talked about a while ago. Um, Ghostbuster. Yes. It was the same. That Like, we were... We wanted something... Uh, silly, funny, like, but then suddenly it was like something completely different. They want, I mean, they, I'm not against of like trying different, but but it's when it's not... like mainstream, it shouldn't be different. Yes, like like because yes, 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 because like 
Like if that 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 Ghostbuster, like the new Ghostbusters movie, if they made that into a TV show or something like that, that would have been better because they, like it would have instead of like oh this is a new movie that was supposed to have like the same characters from the other movie, you, but you just completely removed its identity and tried to like mask it to be something else. Yes, exactly. For example, they can announce that it's a uh, I don't know experimental like. Uh, with this exclusive about this Ninja Turtles or this Ghostbuster. Right. But when they they just put a sticker that this is Ghostbuster, they can't expect everyone to go to the movie theater and come back happy. Right. Right. Exactly. And 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 that's and that's exactly what we're trying to say. Like you know, the theatrical movies, like you know, have that as that that fun uh, family uh, style. But like you know, especially like you know, we're getting like the the streaming uh, Ninja Turtle content uh, coming soon, and uh, I'm not. We're still not 100 percent sure it's supposed to be based off the movie or not. They made the the, made, the way that they announced it made it look like it's going to be based off the movie. But like you can also be like, oh hey, here's a uh, PG-13 uh, streaming Ninja Turtles movie that has that has nothing to do with that other uh movie or anything with the shows but like you know like just like you know almost like kind of how like they did with the the iCarly reboot where it's like you know it's still the same show but they made sure to let people know like oh this is not this is not that Nickelodeon show yes I actually like that one yeah so uh that's the way that's the way we feel about it uh, you know, uh, let us know how you feel. I mean, and I know, I've, I've heard a lot of you people, I know, you guys want a rated R Ninja Turtles movie. I, I hear that constantly. And, I mean, for you guys that want that, I'm, I'm hoping it comes out and everything. And I still, I am still in the belief, because I, I mean, I read all the issues of Last Ronin. I, do, I don't see any reason why Last Ronin needs to be rated R. I think PG-13 is a perfect, suitable uh, step uh, for for the for the last run in, um, but all right, that's all we got uh, uh, for that. Uh, you ready to get into uh, some Ninja Turtles news? Yes. All right, let's do this. First thing I do want to mention, which if you remember last week, we were talking about Netflix and we were talking about the like the Netflix Resident uh, Ninja Turtles movie and everything, mm-hmm. uh, and like we had that like kind of like. That offhand comment where I was kind of like, oh, I'm kind of done with Netflix. Well, I found out that after I record, we recorded, a lot of people were done with Netflix. And, like, their subscriber base has, like, gone down. Like, a lot. Um, it, it was just ironic. And uh, just uh, just today, uh, this got announced. Because, like, uh, usually around this time is, like, when they announce what's coming out uh, next month uh, on Netflix. Uh, this got announced... On Netflix, and it is that the first season of Rise of the Ninja Turtles and the first season of the 2012 Ninja Turtles series are coming to Netflix. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty nice. Uh, if you guys don't know, you can stream all of Rise of the Ninja Turtles on uh, Paramount+. Plus. Uh, I know Nickelodeon kind of does, Nickelodeon kind of does this like, oh, we'll put one season of our show on Netflix, and I, I feel like that's like kind of like a tease for people to be like, oh, hey, come to Paramount Plus. Uh, surprisingly, I'm surprised that uh, that Nickelodeon and Viacom are still kind of putting out some of their stuff on 
on Nickelodeon, like, because uh, I would think like they would have tried to get people to go into their uh, streaming service as well. Uh, but to me, the most interesting thing is that uh, the 2012 Ninja Turtles series is coming to Netflix. That recently left Hulu, and it has not been on Paramount Plus. And you would think that that would go on Paramount Plus before it goes on Netflix. Yeah. So hopefully this is hopefully this is a sign that like all of like the 2012 series will be on Paramount Plus or even Netflix. Just just put it somewhere for people like you know who haven't who like want to watch that series and like they don't want to buy it like digitally or something like that. Yeah. Just get just give it give them a chance to like you know watch it. Um. Uh, like, but yeah, I'm just surprised that it went, it's going to Netflix before it's going to Paramount, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, in the next couple of weeks we find out, like, oh, all of the 2012 series is coming to, um, Paramount Plus. And like I said, I thought, I thought it was kind of weird, um, and I, to be honest, this could be, like, one of their things, because, like, maybe, maybe they're preparing for the, the Rise movie is coming, you know, that's coming to Netflix, uh, so maybe they're just, like, kind of, like, Get gathering the audience and just be like, oh, hey, we got some Ninja Turtles stuff before we put a new Ninja Turtles movie in there. You know, N Netflix did, like, spend money to, uh, to make this, to, like, to make this movie happen, so, like, I, I'm, maybe, like, like I said, I'm not, the, like, there's things, there's shows on Nickelodeon from, like, on Netflix I'm still kind of surprised about, especially since, like, like the um like some of the, like the teen comedy shows like R Carly and Victorious that's all of that is on Netflix while all of it's also on Paramount Plus you would think like Paramount would be like oh no 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 let's not have it on our competitor I I don't know how it works Yeah no I I have no idea how it works either but <clears throat> that's really all we have that so uh you know uh that should be exciting for stuff for Netflix viewer people and, like, I know a lot of people are excited about this because, uh, surprisingly, there's still a lot more people with... I mean, I, I know there's more people with Netflix than there is with Paramount+. Plus. It's just, like, funny how, like, people just don't want to give up Netflix. Which, like, I'm in the opposite. I'm, like, I'm ready to, like, cut them, cut them no. off. <laughs> no, you're like, she's like, no. She's like, no, we gotta keep that cheerleading show! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, I promised you video games news. I'll get you some video game news. Because the first thing I want to talk about is Konami announced uh, this for their Cowabunga uh, collection. Um, they announced that they are making a limited edition for the Cowabunga collection. Uh, that's gonna like it's gonna come out with stuff. What stuff? I'm gonna tell you in, in a few minutes. Um, but l let's go over like let's go over the unfortunate thing. Um, so this is available for. All the systems you can buy the the Cowabunga collection. Uh, we still don't have a release date on it. Uh, the the only major bummer part is the price tag. It's a really hefty price tag. It's one hundred fifty dollars. So and I mean the game by itself it's forty dollars. So that means like one hundred ten dollars for the stuff for this extra stuff. Uh huh. Okay. That's yeah. How they make money. Yeah. Exactly. That, that, that that's ex yes. This is how they make money. Like, you know, they, they had a good deal on the actual, like, game itself, and then, like, they're like, oh, okay, how can we exploit these, how can we exploit these Ninja Turtle fans either, even farther? Oh, let's put this, uh, let, let's put this, uh, cool exclusive stuff. Alright, so, what's coming in this Cowabunga Collection Limited Edition? Uh, first, the box, uh, the box art is an original box art from, uh, Kevin Eastman. 
Also from Kevin Eastman, there is going to be a, a cloth poster. I'm actually really excited about it because I... I mean, I love posters, but I love cloth posters because, like, nice. yeah, because like they like like they don't like go out. Like the, the only bad part is like it's gonna have to be folded up in there, so you're gonna have like those creases. But um, you know, you just gotta get an iron and kind of iron it out or something. Uh, I, was, I just suggest people if they decide to iron, just put another fabric on top. Of yes, it. yes, yes, yes. Listen to Anna; she knows her ironing stuff. I don't. Um, but yes, it's a it's a cloth. Uh, fabric uh, it's another from and the arts from also from Kevin Eastman and this is like uh, turtles in time uh, art uh, like you know it's a it's them like going through the the time portal from the game yeah uh, there's also going to be an acrylic uh, display stand uh, which is like pretty cool it's this one that's in the uh, lower left hand corner uh, so it's a display stand we're also gonna get a pretty uh neat uh pin set and um over here and uh so uh the pins like i can like uh see it's uh krang shredder uh the turtle blimp the party wagon and the technodrome and 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 it looks like it comes like in a cool little background like uh so uh and then it's also going to come with like 12 uh, like trading card kind of things like profile cards for the characters you can play as in the tournament fighter game the big part of this, like this is the, the most big draw of this Cowabunga collection, is that it's also coming with a 180 page art book. Oh, nice. Yes, that is really cool. And like, to be honest, that's probably going to be worth the money. That's uh, what I'm excited about. Yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. I mean, my only fear of this, because like, you know, we, uh, we have this, just this image, but I don't know how big the thing is. I'm hoping like... I'm hoping the items are as big as like a like a good size art book. Yeah. And not like, oh, we made the items as big like as <laughs> Yeah, like as as big as like, you know, like the, the actual like game. I mean, have I I have I know they're not going to make a second size for the Switch, but no, like it would stink if it was like, oh, the art book. Oh yeah, that's the size of a Switch game. Like a Switch game case. No, I'm hoping yeah. it won't be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping this is like a full-size art book. I'm hoping like this is not going to be something. I mean, e even if it's like smaller, it's still, I mean, it's still impressive, but I'm hoping for a full-size yeah. uh, book. Uh, the the poster is a full-size poster. That's, uh, I think they said like a uh, 24-inch, uh, something like that. Uh, so it, um, these are like really cool items. I, I really like it. If you guys are interested, uh, we have a pre-order link in our description below wherever you listen to this podcast i'm excited for it um like you know and i know they said like limited edition but i haven't seen them sell out yet um but i mean that also could be because like they're doing it for like different games and uh the the one like you know i'm buying it on the switch and maybe like uh, everyone like maybe the playstation one got to sold out or something like that uh -huh. but uh it's exciting i like it uh i mean uh, uh what, what do you think of it honey I'm excited about the book. Yeah. Uh, I think I will... Uh, I, I love the poster and the pins too. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We have a crank pin over there for just for you. Yes, yes. Yeah, we have a crank pin. Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll put that poster in our studio room. We'll put a nice uh, place. Uh, the, post, the, the, the poster looks really nice. Like I said, I'm really happy it's like cloth. Like, you know, because like... Uh, is this cloth lasts long? Paper, like, kind of, like, you have, like, that, especially when it gets folded up, you get, the, you do, like, the one 
wrong fold and you know uh so we have it we have a wall dedicated to uh like the fabric yes 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 we have like uh, yeah that's where we put our um our our art scrolls because we have like a, because we're big anime fans we have like the anime um for a long time it was totoro i'm afraid right. like ninja turtles comes and Ninja Turtles comes to take over. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what's the Ninja Turtle like? Uh, art, it's gonna, it's gonna take over. One hundred percent. You know, I have this like really awesome like Yu-Gi-Oh one, and like for some reason that never like gets voted to be in there. And then like, because you are the one in the charge of changing it. I know, I know, and I'm too lazy to change it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. Uh, the big news for the week, uh, which I really want to talk about. Uh, so right now, uh, it's actually, I'm pretty sure it just ended. Uh, but uh, there's a convention uh, for uh, for PAX. PAX is a video game connection. It's PAX East, which means that just, it just means it's in the East Coast. Uh, uh, friend, uh, f friend of the uh, uh, podcast, uh, Ash Paulson, was actually there. And, like, you know, he um, uh, he was the one who actually uh, let me know about this. Uh, that... They they did a they uh for Shredder's Revenge they actually had a uh what's it called a demo they had a demo for so people were able to like play uh that game for the very first time and nice. uh, yeah and not so not only they had a demo they also had a uh they also had like a gameplay footage like on their official YouTube channel where they showed off the first two levels. Uh, one thing I want to let, let you guys know, uh, definitely watch that. It's like uh, 10 minutes long, 11 minutes long, something like that. Uh, it's really cool gameplay, uh, like, you know, just to see how, how it plays out and everything. I'm not going to list them all. I'm not going to, like, but there are so many Easter eggs, like Ninja Turtle Easter eggs in there that, like, I mean, it was, like, it was, like, so cool, like, seeing them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this. Oh, my gosh, this. Oh, my gosh, they referenced this, like, kind of thing. I was like... Nice. Yeah, I thought that was like really cool. Uh, the the one that surprised me the most was actually there's a w one of Raph's like uh, thing. He actually went and like crossed his arms and started like laughing, kind of like that stock art Raph that we've seen like ever since like Nickelodeon took over. Uh -huh. Yeah, I was, I was like I was like that is a really specific like reference that like not like uh, I, was, I, was, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, when it excited you, it means that how cool it was. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but that's not the big news. That we're talking about this. Uh, so, big news about it. First, uh, I want to talk about the uh, release date. Because we we don't actually have a specific date. But, they said it's coming in summer 2022. And, you know, we're already in the middle of spring. So, hopefully this means it's going to come out like... You know, I'm, I'm hoping like it's going to be like August or September. That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be awesome if it was like June or July. But I don't think it's gonna come out that early. Uh, but but yeah, summer twenty two is when it's coming. And the other thing they they announced, which is probably the biggest draw, is that they got the original voice actors to come to the game. Oh, nice! Because what have I complained about the Nickelodeon games? Yeah. What I, I mean, I, I'm asking you, honey. What have I been complaining about? You the... said that uh, they didn't have uh, voices, and uh, they were like just. Um, there was just music and everything, and it was so much lack of their <coughs> right. voices. Yes, so much lack of the voices. And, like, with this gameplay video, like, you're hearing the voices. They got all four of the original voice, voice actors of, of the Turtles. 
they're uh they're all dating uh like you know so they're, they're all back so like you know when you have like leo and mikey and all of them fight like you're hearing their voices like come out and everything they have like you know some some phrases in there i'm gonna tell you this right now just from that gameplay footage i like i might get a little annoyed with like leo's haya because i felt like he said it a lot uh -huh. um but you know, I mean, that's like that that Kingdom Hearts curse. Like it's like like you know the, those games where you play and then all of a sudden like someone has that that one phrase that keeps saying over and over again. Uh, like you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean. Uh, so, uh, but it's it's really cool. Uh, April is also in the game because uh, she in like the opening level, the first level, she actually says the title of the level. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, they did in that gameplay footage show Shredder and he laughed. I don't like the old. That's the only thing I don't know. I don't know who's going to be voicing uh, Shredder. Uh, and personally, I hope it's Kevin Michael Richard uh, Rich, uh, Richardson that or Richard. Sorry, Kevin Michael Richards uh, that that voices him. If you guys don't know, he is the voice of the 2012 Shredder. But in the crossover episode in the la in the final season, he actually did the voice of the original Shredder in that in that uh, in that uh, special or in that last three episodes, and he did a such a fantastic job. It sounded like the original Shredder. Yeah, so I would love it. I would really love it. Like if um, if he comes back. Uh, so uh, and you know uh, they did show. They did show uh, Vernon and like we know Splinter's in the game. Really hoping, really hoping uh, they get uh, Peter Renaday to come back as a uh, Splinter. You know, uh, like you know, because uh, he's uh, he also does the voice of of, of Vernon. Ho hopefully, that's the only character, only playable character like we haven't got confirmed at the voice. Do we have any Krang? Uh, you know, we have not seen Krang. We have not seen Krang, but I guarantee you, like first, uh, like I guarantee you first. Krang is in the game because I there is a what they showed uh Rockstead and Bebop like stealing parts for the android body so I'm guessing that's maybe a plot uh for the game we'll find out but like you know there's no way we can have like the game without Krang yeah. and and here's the deal like uh uh Pratt Fraley like I know he'll come back as he's he has came came back for Krang as Krang like many times there's no way he's not going going to like come back and and especially like uh you know another i know another fan favorite character they want and uh, people want in the game is casey jones i really feel like he's either going to be a downloadable character or he's going to be like the secret character that they don't want to reveal until the game comes out yeah and and if that character comes like you know obviously he's got he's got to come and like voice that character like you know again yeah no he's he's such a humble and genius artist oh yeah oh 100 he is he he uh he really is uh uh but yeah uh but i'm really excited about it um like like i said the the voices really add to it it just it just added adds to that extra uh thing and like in my mind like even the nickelodeon games i would be okay if they don't get the original voices i just want voices in there just to give it more of that flavor but getting the original voices is a much better thing than like you know uh so i mean and th that's my tier like you know i i i rather have voices uh, it, like my, my my thing is like either give me the real voices or just give me some voices 
uh, if he can't get the original actors. Uh, like, and then way at the bottom is like, no voices at all. Because when you have no voices, it just makes it soulless. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that... But that is everything that we have uh, for this week. All right, and just as a reminder, we do the news portion of the podcast live every Sunday night, currently at 8.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we will be going back to 8, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, very soon. Actually, not, not this week, but next week. We're going back to 8 p.m. because the holy month is finally over. Will finally be over, I should say. Uh, but we got one more 8:30 time slot. But let's let's talk about the last queen of Atlantis. You ready for this, honey? Yes. All right. This week we're talking about European season episode nine, "The Lost Queen of Atlantis." This originally aired on September 23rd, 1993, in the U.S. I'm sorry, I apologize. In the U.S., that's the original air date. This was directed by Bruno Rene Hutches, and it was written by Michael Edens. Honey, you want to give us a summary? Yes. So, uh, this episode is happened in uh, Greek. Uh-huh. And uh, it started with, uh, like, people, it started with the ancient uh, monuments and everything. People, uh, the tourists are visiting those places. And, uh... The, the turtles uh, are, also, are also over there, and um, April and Irma are also in the in Greek, and they are in a bazaar. They are shopping, and they go to a store, and uh, the, the guy from the store they uh, give April a, a free necklace that um, changed how April is um, behaving. It gives a it gives her a bossy. Um, kind of attitude that she shows some attitude to towards Vernon, and then it completely little by little change her. It's the, the necklace has a kind of power that uh, related to the the ancient soldiers of um, Greek Greece Greece, mm-hmm. and then um, from the other side, uh, Shredder won that necklace because uh, he want to have all that power. And then uh, he can help me from here. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Shredder's trying to get the medallion because, uh, because like, Krang's like, oh, we can bring up uh, Atlantis. And and then, like, we have, like, the, the ancient uh, Greek soldiers who are waiting for the Queen of Atlantis to, to be uh, revived. And they... Uh, they try to get her so like out so both the turtles and and shredder are actually trying to like both trying to get the medallion uh, uh, from April uh, uh, Atlantis rises from the ocean and there's a big squid and then like you know the turtles win and uh, and then shredder says something that we will get into because it was a little <laughs> Because what he says was there was a little like you know just uh, pronunciation error that made it sound like he was talking thirty years in the future, uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You ready to break down this episode? Yeah, I'm just saying as a as a woman, I wasn't comfortable that everyone were just their hands was 
<laughs> getting. I have something to, to write about if, that if too. I wrote something like, about that. Like you don't think that's too close? Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, no, no, no. I I put that in my note. I put that in my notes. I was like, wait a minute. That's a. Because I think it's a natural reaction for a woman that yeah. if any hands come. That, in that direction, in that in yes, general area. You slap them in the face. Right, exactly. You would think, <laughs> you would think that like, like a kid's show would be like, oh, wait, no, no, no. And I don't, maybe because this was like originally aired in Europe and like Europe, like the, the, like, you know, those things are just a little less like. Sensitive. Yeah, sensitive. They're like. That maybe that's how I got away and everything. Uh, but yeah, ye, yeah. Uh, no, I, I wrote stuff about that too. Don't worry. I I did not. I like I saw it too, and I was like, hmm. uh, so so yeah. Uh, this episode, uh, the turtles are in Athens, Greece, and the first thing, the first thing we see is like the, we have the tourists. They're like walking around in like the ancient. Greece uh monuments and everything and then they see like the turtles and I'm guessing they have dust on them they have like you know like because they're kind of white but like they're not I guess like yes that was a kind of like a dust because they look blurry yeah they look blurry and like I, I guess the turtles thought that was a like, good enough disguise um <laughs> it was one of those uh like silly moments <laughs> right right exactly which like you know the past two episodes, it was like, oh, we got to do all this stuff at night. We can't have the people see me. And then, like, this episode, like, the turtles are like, hey, let's go prank these people and pretend we're statues in the middle of the thing. And they're just, like, you know, like, I think, like, you know, it's like, yeah, turtles, this is not the way you hide from people. Even, like, even Michael Atkins wrote that, like, this is a this is a very poor practice of the of invisibility because <laughs> so so you know they they prank the they prank the guests they get like you know all freaked out and everything and the and then like after they do that like we have like Splinter comes out of nowhere yes yes that's what I wanted to I was like I'm feeling bad for Splinter because all this time I thought that he want to be creepy now I feel like <laughs> he's he he is just he. He can't help it. He's just creepy. <laughs> oh, you know what? Speaking of creepy Splinter, because uh, last week we we talked about the the Turtles in Time arcade machine that uh, that we got recently. Uh, I finally had a chance to set it up and everything. And for my online profile, you get to pick whichever picture you want. And <laughs> I picked Splinter because he does this like winking thing with his finger up and it is like the most creepiest splinter <laughs> image and i said that i was like anna that's for you <laughs> but yeah that is like my pro, my that is like my uh my arcade profile picture um but yeah uh I, the, but i i just wrote like splinter kind of like allowed this prank to happen like is he was somewhere in in like the ancient ruins and he just kind of like he, first he pops out of nowhere and he was like and, he, and then he was like you guys shouldn't do that then he says okay i'm gonna wait in the turtle van and we never see him again for the rest of the episode like he gets so upset this is like <laughs> this is upset father here upset father's like oh, you know what you guys embarrasses me i take you to a trip uh to europe even though 
technically I didn't pay for this. Mikey paid for this with his uh, contest winning thing for eating so many pizza, but I want to teach you guys culture, and instead you go and prank these innocent humans in Greece during their vacation. I'm upset. When you're ready to behave, I'm in the turtle van, you will come there, uh, and I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> that, like, that's exactly what happens like with, with Splinter in this episode. I know this, because yes. I, have these, <laughs> I have these moments. And he forgot that a few episodes ago, he, he was, um, like... He disappeared again with his Santa Claus. Right. Yeah. Yes. 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 This is not the only episode he like disappears. But yeah, this he like this is not the only time he like disappears. Like it. It is like it's the writers just trying to be like, oh, what do we do with Splinter? He's also in Europe. Okay, we just we just have him so upset. He just waits for them in the turtle van, and like when they're able to behave, they'll go back in the van with them. What do you think uh, Splinter is doing in the? Um I I think he's like jamming out to like just like rock music. I think he's eating Cheetos. He's eating Cheetos and he's... licking his fingers like very angrily. <laughs> I could see that. Hey, he's a rat and rats like cheese. So, you know what? Uh so So here is like where I mean the, the turtles are playing around and uh there's they basically they find uh, they find like a like a hole in the in the ruins that make them uh, that that make them like uh, go down and they see this other part where like more statues uh, with everything and they see this statue of the Queen of Atlantis and the first thing they say is that oh the uh, the Queen looks just like April but then when they show the shot. It is like the most generic looking girl I could ever see. I think because the only young... The only young girl that they know is April? Yes, even though, I mean, like they it, have I, I, Irma if, if too, the, but no one like... It, but the, the, the statue didn't have glasses. If the statue had glasses, then it would be Irma. <laughs> and, and no one takes serious Irma as a lady. <laughs> right, 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 exactly, yeah. Yeah, uh, but... Uh, yeah, something, uh, something Old Man Winters, he, because he also commented that, uh, that, like, the, the first shot of the statue looks nothing like April, but then we get to another, like, background layer shot where it looks more closer than April. I mean, I, I, like, it's, I don't, like, exactly see April. This is not like, oh, this is 100% April, uh, you know, I mean, at least the artist didn't, like, take a drawing of April and then just made that into like a uh, gray, like a gray statue like you're like oh here here you go here's a statue like wait a minute you with the lazy ray at least they didn't do that um but I, you know the the artist had a job to make the statue look like April and I don't think the artist did that well of a job um especially the first like because so there are two background shots the first background shot looks nothing like April. The second one looks closer to it. I could, I, I could. That's like passable as April. Uh, something else he noticed is that, uh, the that there's a uh, there's Greek written on the base of the statue. And Old Man Winters, um, he wrote that he tried to look this up, but he's pretty sure this isn't proper Greek. And 
Uh, I have no idea how to search for these Greek letters, so I can't, like, figure it out either. Uh, so, uh, I haven't seen anything that shows any translation for that. I'm not, like, I have a feeling it's not proper Greek, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is, only just because the European episodes have been so much better at doing the research than, like, the normal animation uh, for the show. Yes. I just know, I think there's... I don't know if it's for Google or other apps that I think it's for Google that there's a, a thing that you can take picture of something that is in another language and that that is a that is Google um, because I own some import uh, action figures and I can't I can't and like you know it's written Japanese and some and like I can't figure out the the Japanese and so I'll I actually take a picture on the Google Translate. And then have it like have the translation on for me, and that saves me a ton. In fact, uh, you know, you for Christmas you got me that one piece uh, boat model. Uh-huh. That whole thing, the whole like labels and everything that was in Japanese, including the like the actual labels itself, was like, oh, it's like this Japanese character and this Japanese character. All those Japanese characters look so similar. When you can't read Japanese, like. They all look alike. Uh, I mean, just the just the actual like characters. I mean, because like there's like s- just so little like changes in there. I that translation like saved me from like trying to figure out what which ones match with which ones. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Something you just m- missed. You were talking about um, a Splinter after Splinter left. Yeah. Rafa was mad at the sprinter and he was like like nagging while he fell down. Oh. That's why you should not like get mad at your parents? Yes. Yeah. No, I I, I, I agree. Yeah, cuz uh, yes, R- Raphael was the one who who fell down the hole and then like, you know, the other three turtles they're like, "Oh, let's go down." Let's go down. We have like ropes. And Donatello jokes like, "Oh, why can't we find a why can't we find like an ancient hole like with an elevator or something like that?" Uh it it was either this scene or maybe it was another scene, but I, like, that 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 uh, but yeah, I, I remember he makes that joke. So now we go into into like the bazaar of of uh of Greece where uh April Vernon and Irma, because like now like the whole news crew team are in this country. So, um, but they're they're in here. And then we get to this merchant who sees April. And the first thing I wrote about this merchant was like, I looked at him and he was like, he looks like Gomez Adams from the Adams family, just without the mustache. <laughs> Do you know which character I'm talking about? The, the short guy? Yeah, the short guy. Like, because you remember the Adams family. We recently saw yeah. the Adams family movie, uh, the animated one. Yes, yes, I remember the animated one. Right. Didn't he look like didn't he look like that character? Yes, I think it was because of his the way his eyes was like kind of like Right. And like cuz at first I was thinking it's like maybe on the but no, Michael Atkins also said the shopper the shopkeeper looks an awful lot like Gomez Adams from both the old school Adams family ca- cartoon and the newer movies. <laughs> so, cool. I was not the only one who felt this way. <laughs> cuz I was like he looks like Gomez Adams. But yeah, like, so he gives April uh, a medallion and, like, he gives it to her for free. 
Like, and, like, you know, the Irma kind of gets, like, jealous about that because, you know, Irma gets... Irma gets jealous a lot about April, I'll, I'll say. To be honest, if I was Irma, I would be jealous, too. Why? Why April is always an attention. That's true. I could see that. I could 100% see that. So, after... After uh after April gets like the medallion and like th- they leave uh they leave the shop like you know then the Gomez Adams because we really don't have a name for him uh he contacts like what we what we're gonna find out is the the high priest uh for the Atlanteans uh he contacts him but like he contacts him on this like weird tablet kind of thing yes that looked like a Tablet for the ghosts? Yes, it was like this clear, this like clear like tablet. And I'm like, okay, this is the 90s. Like, we did not have this tablet technology. This wasn't even thought of. I don't think it was a tablet. It was something like the the mirror from the... <laughs> from Snow White? Yes, it was kind of... I, probably. It, it probably was. It was like, you know, I, they didn't really... So, in this episode, we like, you know, we find out like, Atlantis is a real uh, is a real civilization under the water because uh, I mean um, do you know have you read any of the the myths about Atlantis honey? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So like we find in in this episode we find out like Atlantis is real and everything, but they don't really go into like their culture. We don't even like see Atlantis like under the water or anything like that. But like we just have this like vague thing that we just have to assume that the Atlanteans in this show just have this more advanced technology than us mere mortals have. Um, that's really, yeah. So I just put tablet question mark for this. <laughs> uh, so now we go into uh, the Tectodrome. Uh, Dimension X. Yeah, yeah, Dimension X. All right, so the next scene, uh, which is unfortunately our only scene we have with Krang in this episode. I'm sorry about that, honey. <laughs> you know, I'll try to talk to the producers, try not to have that for you. And I swear, Krang is trying to get a sponsorship. Like, you know, I think Krang is trying to make his own podcast. And, you know, most podcasts, they actually have, like, sponsors from, like, things. And, like, you know, if we were ever, like, cool, we could ever, maybe one day we could get a sponsor too. So we can be like, hey. Go and get this item and make sure to make put code Turtle Recall into it <laughs> and save five dollars. Uh, but so you know, uh, obviously, Krang is like, Oh, we got to get the medallion and it's in ancient Greece. And hey, guess who's in and guess who's in uh, Greece right now? Oh, the turtles. Uh, and he says, It's like getting two for the price of one. And <laughs> so. I know you don't get this reference because you, um, because you weren't in America, uh, during, uh, the time that this episode, um, came out, but there was this mint, it was called certs, and it was like two different mints, and, and their, uh, advertisement was like, oh, you're getting two mints for the price of one. Uh. Yeah. Do you remember, like, a few episodes ago, surprisingly also a European episode, uh, Krang was making that joke about the about the chewing gum, It was and it was, like, double mint gum? Yes. Yeah, so this is, like... They probably, like, just keep uh, 
like a study the advertisement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because these were popular advertisements uh, during this time, uh, and it's ironic because like both both of these have like to deal with like two. Because if you remember, the double mint gum was like double double your pleasure, double double your fun. This one is uh, uh, two two for the price of one. Yeah. And then like Rocksteady and Bebop continue with this because Bebop says, "Oh." It's like a breath mint. And then Roxy was like, no, it's a candy mint. <laughs> and that was also part of the advertisement. It was like, like, oh, this is a candy mint. No, this is a breath mint. It was like that whole thing just because they want to advertise it as candy for the kids. Uh. Right, yeah. But they want to make sure for adults, uh, it's it's breath. Uh, breath mint. So, like, you know, they would, they're like, oh, I can use this for my breath. Like, you know, they were just trying to get if both. You can find, like, the video for that advertising. I will find the video for this advertising. I'm, no, I know it's, like, somewhere around there. I don't know if this, co- you know, I don't know if this company's still around anymore, to be honest, because, uh, it, I actually had to look it up because I couldn't remember what the company was called. And then I was like, oh, certs. I remember certs. And then I was just thinking to myself, like, dude, I have not seen certs in stores in like years but i've never had i haven't been looking for certs either uh but like i like so i'm not sure i have to check if this is like still around or not like because i i know when like i know when like icebreakers came and uh altoids and all that that like you know certs just kind of like fell like away uh and but but yeah it was just uh so they could still be you. You could probably still in store if you see if you buy certs. Let us know. I want to know. I'm 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 curious about this, and uh, you know I'm curious if like Crane has made you want to get certs, and like you know maybe, hopefully Crane will get his sponsorship deal. Maybe after he gets a sponsorship, he can actually like you know get some money to fix up uh, uh, the Technodrome so he can bring. I think that's what he's trying to do. He's like okay, you know what, Sh- Shredder. Is failing me so many times on bringing the Technodrome back to Earth that he needs to get a sponsorship from one of these big companies, and and then they can pay for his like Technodrome getting getting into Earth. I don't think he needs a sponsorship. I think he's just bored to watch too much TV. <laughs> I think you're right about too. Like you know, he's over there uh, watching the soap operas about Marsha. <laughs> he's crying too. He's like Marsha. <laughs> Uh, so what uh, what I liked about the fight between uh, Bebop and Rocksteady yeah. was that Bebop was uh, getting Rocksteady close. Yes, like it's like it, it was very really natural. Like right, right. It's such a sibling fight. I know they're not brothers, but they act like they're brothers. They act they act like they're the children of Shredder and Krang. So so going back to Earth, uh, and I can't I can't believe. Uh, I kind of uh, forgot to mention about this. So April, once like April gets the medallion, all of a sudden like starts glowing and everything. And this is like when April starts like going in and out as the queen. And April gets like when April she's... is some some of the woman. Uh, well, the... I said April is presenting some of the woman that when I don't know why, but some of the women when they do makeup, their attitudes sometimes only change. <laughs> forget that they were the same person that they were like five minutes ago right 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 no her personality completely changes and i mean you know yeah she yeah she's going around 
going with the, like this attitude, like in like Irma's like, uh, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like, uh, no, I mean, what, what did you think about uh, like you know Queen April? Um, I felt like uh, like her. Like, I felt like the, her bossiness was not natural at all. Right. I did feel like it, but I will say I thought the voice actress, uh, Renee Jacobs, did a great job on, like, making it, like, that she is two different characters without, like, really changing her voice. I mean, her voice changes just slightly. Yeah. But, like, you know, she gets in that, like, serious, like, thing. She's like, unhand me, knave. Or, like, I, I don't think she ever says that at <laughs> all in this episode. But, like, you know, she, but she's... But she's like, you will listen to your queen. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, she does it in like, I mean, and because it, it's not like, you know, she makes it sound so different from April, but like she still has that April voice just in that stern, like, I'm a mother. I'm going to like punish my child voice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's actually what I liked about uh, Queen April over there. But I think I think you're right. I think she did a good job. Yeah, she she really did. So here we have like uh, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, and Rock Soldiers. No Foot Soldiers in this episode, but Rock Soldiers come. They come in and they teleport in because they're stealing the uh, the, the medallion from from April. And we have a weird red portal. Like like because normally when they teleport from Dimension X. We've been, like, all season we've been seeing, like, that blue and where it has, like, some spirals in the blue. Yes. Or, like, sometimes it's just a big blue. This one is, like, a red line. And yes, this one, this time it was just a line. We always, like, see it, like, uh, like a... Like a rectangle kind of thing, like a door. Yes, invisible door, but this time it was just a line. This time it was just a line, and, like, some people would come from, like, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop would come from the left side, and the Rock Soldiers would come from the right side, and it was almost like one of those, like, magic tricks you see in, like, Vegas, like, where it's like, oh, how are these people coming in, like, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, while this goes on, this is, like, we're... We see the turtles, and uh, do you know what happens at 6 minutes 31 seconds? Of course, everyone knows. <laughs> everyone does know is wrong turtle talking. We actually have a proper wrong turtle talking uh, this time. Because, uh, you know... I feel like every wrong turtle talking make you like... Two years younger. It, oh my gosh, I love Rock Turtle talking. <laughs> Look, it's been a while. I because the last time it was like uh, it was the wrong mutant, and where it was just like Rock standing Bebop, and it was kind of like hard to tell because of their the voice like uh, changer. But like you know, I did get confirmation that their voices were swapped in the episode. But yeah, no, over here we have Donnie talking, but it's actually Raph's voice, which I had to like. I kind of had to, like, do it a few times because, you know, if you remember, in this season, Raph is not voiced by Rob Paulson. He's voiced by, uh, by Hal, Hal Rain. Uh, and so I'm still trying to get used to, like, this voice. Thankfully, we don't have too many more episodes uh, to go with this voice anymore. Uh, not that it's a bad voice. I'm just saying I miss Rob Paulson. Uh, but it's Raph's voice, and uh, basically... Uh, they're, like, he was saying, oh, it's Shredder and his goons as they teleported in. And then Shredder, like, just tried to get the 
The medallion? Yes. Yes. Okay, in here, I wrote Shredder's Idle Hand. Uh, because I believe this was like a commercial break kind of thing. Um, but we have like Shredder. <laughs> he's like grabbing the medallion. And like the, the frame like freezes. Like there's no animation going on. Which probably lasts maybe two seconds at most. But it is the most awkward thing to pause at. It was a bit uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. It felt like it was ten minutes where his hand was just at April's chest. And it was like... I mean, because the, the, the... What was The rock guy was holding... Uh, right, the April's rock soldier. Rock soldier was holding April's hand from the back... Right. So she couldn't even defeat uh, herself. Right, she couldn't defend herself. And they're like, we just have Shredder's hand. Just, like, just stay in there. And it was, like, it, like you know, it, it it was, like, just one of those moments, like, you know how, like, sometimes you, like, pause uh, something and you're, like, it's in, like, like oh, ha-ha, that's, that's kind of funny and, like, kind of thing. Because it's, like, oh, it was just there for, like, a brief second. But because you paused there, like... Like you just caught that moment at the at the at the right uh, at the right time to make it like uncomfortable. Yes. Like the animator like caught that right time and it just like didn't stop and it was like no 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 you gotta move the hand the hand gotta move no 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 this is this is getting to molestation now like. <laughs> I'm glad you felt the same too because I thought that it's just me. No, no, no. This was not just you. This was just like, I mean, it, it was just a weird thing. And like I said, this was a weird part to just kind of like pause the animation. If they didn't pause the animation, I probably, I, I still want I still probably would have written down, but I wouldn't have like gone into it. I wouldn't have like put idle hands or something like that I, I would I'd, because I would have been like oh still, he's grabbing the medallion yeah but, but it still make, made me very uncomfortable because you're not allowed to be that close to someone right right I mean I, I know Shredder's a villain and everything but come on Shredder like you know you gotta you got know your rights man this is still a kid's cartoon come on man this, so yeah uh, well, he's a villain but I mean there's some respect yeah 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 yeah. there's yeah, a line you don't cross Shredder Come on, man. Uh, so I love that ancient soldier with used his stick or whatever he was in his hand and like uh, um, hit Shredder's uh, hand. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So the turtles don't actually stop Shredder. It's actually like the high priest with his uh, spear. Like he's the one who actually hits uh, Shredder's hand, which like you know he took he took a while. Uh, so here, this is like basically where. The turtles and Roxanne and Bebop—they're all fighting like the the Spear Atlantean guards and everything. Uh, the, I had to write about this. Um, so this the Spear guys—they're fighting Raphael and Michelangelo, and this was like a really awkward, like uh, choreographed like fight because they kind of like stand there, gave up. Like yeah, they, they exactly because like. The, like, the spear guys are about to, f to hit them, and, like, Mikey and Raph are just kind of standing there. They just kind of, like, don't do anything. And then, like, like Mikey and Raph, like, have all the time in the world just kind of, like, grab them and, like, throw, throw them. It, it was just, like, it was, it was just, like, really weird. They didn't, it was, like, they had an idea to, to draw a fight, but they didn't actually 
had they didn't actually have time to draw a fight and they just made the spear guys just look really awkward like like it's almost like they're waiting for Mikey and Raph to like to to dance with them and then they just kind of like blow them off and they're like nope we're not doing that uh and then uh I think it was Rocksteady that helps Donnie yes Rock- and then um, I was mad when he pushed Irma on the tomatoes oh yeah Rocksteady pushed uh, Irma on the tomatoes right yes yes Rocksteady yeah 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 so that wasn't nice but but yeah we actually have a scene where Rocksteady's like helping and then like Donnie was like oh oh thanks and then like Rocksteady's like I'm not helping you and then then Donnie like rips a wood and like smacks Rocksteady in the face or something like that um and and then we get to the end of the fight and we have like the the Atlantean spear guys. Like, we don't like I don't think we actually have a proper name for these people. Like like because we have like the high priest. We just we know the leader who's voiced by Jim Cummings who's also does the voice of Shredder in this episode. It like he, we just refer to him as the high priest, but like the spear guys we just I don't know, they're just spear guys. Like that's the only name I can like come up with them. Um but like they like they 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 teleport away but like okay let let's remind the people at home we're watching a animated show and the teleportation is like that lazy teleportation where you like you turn off the camera for a second have have the people you need to go like co- get off like the shot and then turn the camera on to make it look like they disappeared yes i was like Wait, no, no, you could, like, draw something. You could, like, like do a wave. You could do something that doesn't look like... That doesn't look like a five-year-old Jason who discovered his parents, like, video camera and was like, Oh, wait, I can make this cool effect of them, uh, of my toys, like, uh, disappearing. Where all I did was just keep the camera still, turn the record button off take my toy away, then turn it back on, and then I showed my parents, I'm like, oh, it's like magic! Because, <laughs> I mean, I re- re- like, you know, if five-year-old Jason could have done that, you animators <laughs> could have done a, a lot better. I'm just saying. I mean, you could you could have at least did a ripple effect or something. Just, so, after, so after that fight, because, like, not only they leave, uh, uh, Shredder and Roxanne and Bebop they, uh, they leave and uh, Michael did Michael did note that there was seven rock soldiers that came in to teleport but only one disappears so apparently there are still six rock soldiers hanging around Please. in Greece right now maybe they're pretending to be statues in the ancient ruins yes exactly the other thing is that um I was just kind of worried for all the fruits in the in that bazaar. Uh-huh. Uh, because there was so much, like, melon, like, I don't know, different kind of fruits. And there was no one to buy. Yeah, that's true. Everyone, like, I don't know, just ran inside the stores or something. Or they just, like, disappeared. They're like, oh, no, there's a fight with, with strange people and spears and uh, rock soldiers with, like, rifles. And they just, like, I guess they all ran away. And I, the Rock Soldiers did not use... The Rock Soldiers, none of the Rock Soldiers used their rifles. There were, like, seven rifles in there that they could, like, start shooting at people with 
spears and people with like ninja weapons and they didn't do a single shot i'm just saying i'm just saying rock soldiers you had you had something that could like take out some of these people like as you were outnumbered and you failed that's probably why that's that's probably why only one went back to dimension x but after all that like irma like you know tells the turtles about like oh uh April got a strange medallion from that one store, and Leo shouts the strangest thing. I just thought he says, "All right, guys, let's go take inventory." Because <laughs> <laughs> they like run in, they run into that store, like you know Gomez Gomez Adams Adams uh, store over there, and I get, they never been to this store. What are they gonna do? Like, hold on here. Hey, we need to see your inventory sheet. We have, where did this medallion come from? Hold on. <laughs> like, 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 seriously, you just, you, like, like, you're going to, like, charge the guy? Like, wait a minute. You're miss. Hold on. Your sheet only said you only sold um, uh, three, um, three medallions, but four are missing. <laughs> Like, you know, like, uh, hey, that comes out of your profits. Also, when they went to the store, like, all the turtles were on the, like, a action uh, gesture. Right. And they were uh, in front of that uh, door in the back of the store. You mean the wall? Yeah. The, yeah, 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 because cause the, the, the shopkeeper, he was like, oh, no, there are turtles chasing after me. Let me go through this secret passage I have. And so a fake wall comes in? Yes. And, but if you, I don't know if you saw, Leonardo was in a Spider-Man uh, <laughs> gesture sitting on a table. <laughs> no, I didn't pay attention to that. No. Oh my gosh. I need to get a screenshot of this now. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so Anna showed me, you know, that is 100% Leo as Spider-Man. Like he's definitely, he's definitely crouched as Spider-Man on the table. Uh, I, I didn't write it down because I think I was too distracted that like Raph was trying to open the door. He couldn't, he, or the wall, I should say the, the fake wall. He couldn't do it. So he just kicks it and breaks it. Like it was nothing. Yes. I was like, what is this? Is it out of cracker or something? Right. Exactly. I'm like, what? Like, oh, I can't, I can't slide this, wall um open a good thing that my force for my kick like just shatter it like it's nothing uh so uh as they're since, chasing since you always like to mention um mikey when he was running he had uh nunchucks nunchucks yeah 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 you know i didn't write it down but yes i did know i, I did know that he had nunchucks because at one point in this episode he was actually like swinging her at, at shredder and everything we'll get to that um but as they're like chasing uh gomez adams uh <laughs> look once he gets a proper name i will stop calling him gomez adams without the mustache <laughs> gomez adams sans mustache that's his that is his official name in this episode i'm gonna edit uh turtlepedia right now uh <laughs> but like they went to like oh uh we're uh, we're on his uh, tail, and like you know, then like you know, uh, one of the turtles. I forget which one. I'm guess have to guess. Raph uh, get jokes like, "Oh, like no, we're turtles. We're, we're the one with tails." And I just wanted to bring this up because you know, this show the turtles don't have tails. Uh, 
But the original Mirage uh, comics, like when like the first like few issues, the turtles actually used to have uh, tails, like w- when when they drew them. Oh, really? Yeah. And that imagine. was like. Oh, no, it feels very weird to me. Yes, uh, that was like one design I just did not agree with. I mean, and I, like that was like one I was so happy that got lost. Like you know, I, like I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people were not like a fan of the tails. And I mean, I can't be the only person who thought this, but like to me, when I saw the tails, especially like because the comics were in black and white, it looked kind of like genitalia um you know uh, sorry sorry kids we put we made this uh, podcast a little a little too mature now for you guys <laughs> i mean but yeah i i was not a i was not a fan not a fan fan of those and so i'm so glad that the turtles like lost those yes um as a design i don't think it was a good idea no 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 i don't i don't, I don't think it was i don't think it was a good idea and then like you know uh, something Michael points out is that uh, he says that uh, Donnie yells that it's a hidden pit, but Donnie yells that when he sees the actual pit, like, because, you know, here we have uh, the turtles, like, fall down, like, another, like, hole. Oh, did you talk about the net? Uh, no, I did not. Uh, I did not write anything down about the net. Uh, you want to talk about the net? It wasn't very something very special. They just after after Lowe was uh, being a Spider-Man, they run and then they get caught in the net. Yes, and then uh, Leonardo bring out his sword, his sword and, and cuts it. Cuts it, and then then they fall in the 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 hole, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all these things. It's like you know, this shopkeeper is making sure that like you know, and like. How long is this, like, freaking hallway? Like, you know, we're, we're like, I, I guess, like, the shop is, like, next to a cave or something like that. It's, like, you know, you would, like, from the way it looks, like, you would think, like, the shop, like, the the wall would be, like, to outdoor. And, like, but no, there's, like, the, uh, uh, like, he put, he put his, like, store, like, next to, like, some cave or something like that. <laughs> Just weird stuff. So when you were kids, were you always, like... And wishing and imagining that somewhere in your house there's a hidden door or something that goes to something like this or a oh, garden yeah. or something that it has oh, goes to nowhere. Of course, of course. Uh, growing up, one of my favorite uh, books was uh, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. And if you guys have never like read that book or uh, saw the Disney movie that they made like uh, like 15 years ago now, um, like basically in that. And that story, uh, the four kids, they find a wardrobe and they open it and it goes into like this world, this like mystical world. And uh, I, all, as a kid, I always like wanted to have like one of those. Like the, like I thought, I always thought like that'd be so cool. The only cool thing that my house had like growing up, uh, we had a, our house like had this small door. It was like almost like this like, crawl space door which when you opened it it'd lead to the crawl space underneath the house um but like the door was like just tiny you had to like like you had to like crawl uh through it and like uh i just remember i went down there a couple of times as a kid i mean it was like all dirty and everything but that's 
but um, over there was like the sprinklers. Like if we wanted to turn the sprinklers on in the yard, we could like turn it from there. Um, but that was the only, that was really the only like mystical place we had in the house <laughs> was underneath the dirt in the house. <laughs> um, and, and, and there were animals over there. Like, you know, a lot, too many animals. So after the turtles have their fun chasing that guy, uh, we go back to Irma and uh, Vernon. And like, as I Vernon, just like to, sorry. Oh, go ahead. To say that uh, Raphael, like, I think, I don't know if it was a uh, force, spark, uh, force wall breaking or not, but he said, uh, you're, you'll be nice to people and they walk over you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. When he says, like, Oh, uh, you'll be not, and because like, all the turtles like, because the the turtles like fell down and they're all like, and then so like they all had to like climb on top of each other. Like first, like Donnie like climbs on top of like Mikey, then like then we see Donnie, Mikey, and uh, Leo climb o- um over Raph, and he was like, "Oh, you guys are walking all over me!" Like or like you know when you're nice to people, they just walk all over you. Yes. I didn't I didn't look at it as more of a fourth wall. I think this was just more of a Raph just saying stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a fourth wall breaking, uh, coming up, but so we get into, uh, Irma and Vernon. Vernon is like asleep on a chair with a newspaper on top of him. And the only thing I noted about this newspaper was the newspaper wrote today, but it wrote the word T O dash D A Y. And I was like, I I just thought it was just weird that, like, they, I've never seen the word today ever spelled like that before. Maybe today newspaper was a real newspaper and they didn't want to give a... Um... Well, there is USA Today. I give you that, yes. I mean, technically they're in Greece. It would be weird if there was a... If they, that would be funny if they actually wrote a Greece Today newspaper. Uh, but... Uh, I'll, you could be right. I'm not sure. It's just that, like, you know, it was just weird seeing a dash in the word today. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I just thought it was weird. Uh, and then, uh, so, they're they're talking about how uh, April's kind of ordering them uh, around as, like, uh, and Vernon jokes, like, oh, oh, you mean, like, a cartoon uh, producer boss? I, I, I thought it was funny. And, like, you know, and I, I, I like that line. I thought it was funny. I'm wondering if that was, I wonder if that was a like Peter Renaday like air, um doing his like grievances of like you know his of like a, a cartoon producer like getting onto him on his uh, voice acting or if that was just the writers writing like man cartoon producers like really get get down to us and making us write so many episodes a year for the uh, for the show. Uh, I, 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 that that's that's what I feel. That's what I felt. And then um, you know. This episode, we have the mention of the turtle van, but we don't see the turtle van because, like, Splinter took the turtle van and he's still waiting on his sons to behave and come he's back. He's still eating Cheetos. He's still eating Cheetos. He's like, they're going to come back. They're going to come back. They're going to they're gonna realize what they did and, and, come back and, and come back so we can have this uh, culture vacation that I promised them. Um, but we have the Channel 6 news van in Greece. Yes, yes, they were in the ch- Channel Six van. Yes, they're in the Channel Six van. I mean, and like, I mean, do you do you think Channel Six is rich? You know? Yeah, Channel Six is rich. They just they they put vans in like other countries. Like I don't know. You you, you think 
April Vernon and Irma also came by boat, and on the boat they put the Channel Six news van on there. Like, I mean, I mean, we we kind of like we kind of came to this acceptance with the turtles because we saw the turtles and Splinter come on a boat, and we have to accept the fact that like when they went to Paris, they took the van with them because we saw the van was in the sewer in that the next scene like you know like nine episodes ago but like the the channel six news van i mean i'm just like you you would think if like they were like doing like news reports for I think other they just have branches in other countries they just have branches in other countries and they're still channel six that's like you know that's unique it is unique but i want to say something and we finally after after four and a half years and of like you know 90 episodes of this podcast where i kept saying we don't know what vernon's job title is we don't know what vernon's job title is guess what we get in this episode honey oh he talked about his job title yes because he first like when the spear guys come after them he was like hey unhand me uh i'm a very important uh news anchor person and April says, no, you're just a news director. Uh, so we finally... Have a title for him. We finally have an official title. Vernon is the news director. And he is trying his hardest to be an anchor person. I would think the hierarchy and pay would be director, then anchor person. But... I mean, I guess the only reason why Vernon probably wants to be... Attention? Uh, yeah, attention, yes. I think he wants to be the face of Channel 6 because, you know, April and Handsome Anchor anchor Guy are like the face of Channel 6, and I think Vernon wants to be the face. But I would think a news director has, like, more seniority and, like, a higher pay than the anchor. That's me personally. I could be wrong. Because I don't work in journalism. But I was very happy about this. Uh, so, so uh, it's like, you know, after, after like, you know, the Atlantean Spear guys, they capture the the Channel 6 uh, news team. Uh, we have, like, the turtles. The, uh, the turtles, like, go after them. And they, they find four of the Spear guys. And here we have the turtles, like, they get after these four Spear guys. And they steal their clothes. Yes, Mikey comes with the pizza. Right. Yes, he comes with the pizza. He and he even has the hat. Like we had like uh like a, a couple of episodes ago where they had like that weird hat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, like yeah. So so yeah, Mikey comes with the pizza and he's like, oh hey, I have a Greek pizza and like you know, I like you know like apparently Greek pizza has to have olives in it because they. Like you know, Greek and olives. I I know I, I know I know like Greek is Greece is very famous for olives, but it's just like they just have to like go with that stereotype. And all all of them had like dot dot. Yeah, polka dot underwear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all have polka dot underwear. I I. It's just funny, just because uh like they these four guys are completely different builds than the actual turtles, but. Their robes fit perfectly on the turtles. Like, you know, if it if it's like it like almost like it should, which it's like, no, it shouldn't. Um so 
We have the turtles. They're trying to sneak in, like, you know, with all the other Atlantean guards. Uh, and, you know, I will say that uh, the Atlantean guards, they're, they're kind of smart. They, they figured out which, which four people don't belong in the group. Like, they, they didn't, like, you know, they, they're not as dumb as, like, some of the other uh, cartoon characters in the show. Oh, because I think uh, all of them, all the people, like... They all bowed. Oh, yes, they all they bowed. They all bowed, and the turtles didn't bow, because, like, you know, they're like, oh, because they didn't realize what the ritual was. And then they're like, wait a minute, these aren't, these aren't real people. Uh, then, like, Leo was like, all right, guys... All together, like, Leo's, like, coordinating the four turtles to shout turtle power at the correct time. Like, it's, like, like, because like, when he's, like, first going, I'm here thinking, like, okay, he has some, like, battle formation, like, they want to do. He's, like, all right, guys, all together, like, you know, like, like, something, like, you know, like, like, they're gonna, like, they're gonna, like, you know, I don't know, combine their weapons, like, the Power Rangers, something like that, make a blaster. I don't know. Like, like, when... You would think, like, they're about to do something, like, effective. But instead, he just wanted to make sure that they coordinate to shout their catchphrase at the same time. Like, it, 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 it's almost like, it's almost like the voice director is, like, over there and be like, Alright, guys. Alright. Alright. Now's the time. Alright, everyone shout it now. Oh. Uh, and then, I did. I get a little lost when um, those mythical horses come. Okay, yeah, I, I want to talk about. Uh, okay, I want to talk about the uh, the Pegasus coming to life. So last episode we had uh, lions. Yeah, we had the lions. Like Sh Shredder's Excalibur. Shredder used Excalibur to make stone lions come to life. In this episode, uh, like the the Queen of Atlantis using April's body uh, makes the stone Pegasus statues uh, come to life. Uh, and is, is this going to be the, 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 the theme for the rest of this European season that we're just going to have mystical stuff making stone statues like come to life? Like, I, I mean, I mean, can we think of like something else? Do we have to have stone statues keep coming to life? And like, I mean, were there other episodes in this European season where stone statues are coming to life? Or like, am I like now ma making stuff up now because I saw it twice in a, two weeks in a row? I think we only had it two two weeks in a row. I th I think you're right, but just like now in my mind, I just I just imagined like the other episode. Like I, I, now because of this, every episode I'm thinking like, oh maybe maybe they had another like thing where like stone statues came to life or something like that. I mean, because in in all the cartoons and shows, uh, when they want to make uh, about like these countries with ancient stuff. The first thing that comes to their mind is, like, making these mythical characters come to life. Right. Like, we had it in the Coco also. Yeah, that's true. That, that's true. Uh, so, uh, something else, because uh, we didn't actually talk about this. Uh, we see um, we see April in a new dress. Like, you because, know, like, now she's, now she's, like, fully embraced uh, the Queen of Atlantis. She's actually cute in the new dress. Yeah, uh, actually... Uh, Old Man Winters uh, posted that he thinks NECA should make a uh, figure of this. And, like, you know, I mean, we're all on board for NECA, like, making figures of, like, every obscure thing ever on this show. So, you know what? Yes, I would love, like, 
I would love a new April O'Neil figure of her, like, in this dress. Like, either her in this dress or uh, her in her... Uh, I would... I Personally, I want NECA to actually make a figure of April in the Red Sky season outfit. Like, which we'll get into it when we get to the Red Sky season. But, like, I would love, like, just new outfits for April. Because April needs new outfits. And then also... Also, uh, NECA, like, go ahead and just make a big blue coat for... For April as well. Just just so we could have it. To be honest, it would be fun if they make a package of April in this uh, new dress with those uh, turtles with uh, those uh, ancient soldiers. Uh. Oh, the the spear soldiers? Yes, but... The, the, the spear the soldiers with the, the high priest? Yes, but the turtles with those costumes. Oh, with the turtles with the... Oh, yeah, you know, that would be cool. Okay, I, I'm, I'm still saying this. Uh, I really want like the turtles in suits uh i believe it was in the episode of uh mr og comes to town or something like that but like there, there's that episode where the turtles are all like in business suits i mean of course like the one that everyone wants and we've been saying this for like years now of course we want casey jones in a business suit like you know casey jones and shredder in business suits we we need that that's like things we need i have a feeling neko has a look at they listed all these detailed characters and they're going to make them one by one at right. the right moment. Yes. Yes, I I definitely agree. So after, you know, April uh, brings the horses to life and they grab uh, Vernon and Irma and they, they go uh, fly away, we have Shredder breaking the fourth wall. Fourth wall break. Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. Because he looks directly at the camera. Because after he orders uh, Roxanne be able, we we have to go after those horses. He looks directly at the camera and he says, "How many times in life in in life you get to say that?" <laughs> yes, yes. I actually really like that. Uh, you know, it wasn't like this was like I mean, this is obviously a fourth wall break. It wasn't like one of those like like hey we're a cartoon fourth wall break or like hey this is just a show fourth wall break, but. This was still a good fourth wall break. I liked it. Uh, then, so, we have Roxane, Bebop, and Shredder. They steal, like, what looks like a RV camper. Like, I don't know who brought... Like, I don't know if this is supposed to be a bus or a van or something, like, to bring tourists. Or, like, someone, like, is camping out in Athens, Greece. I think uh, it was, like, a bus kind of thing. Yeah, it looks like a bus kind of thing, but... They they go in that, and then the turtles like chase after him by freaking stealing the the Channel Six news van. Ah, <laughs> uh, the one thing I wanted to note about like the the van that uh, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop were driving, the door was so inconsistent because it was either like yellow, not matching the 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 van, or it was like or it was like matching the van. It was just like it was just so weird with with the door and. Like, I don't know. It, I don't know if they just colored it wrong or, like, well, I know they colored it wrong because we, we had some shots where, like, we saw, like, there was, like, a yellow, like, kind of, like, uh, bar, like, at the bottom of the of the door. But it just, the just the door was, like, really off-putting for me. <laughs> just because, like, the door was a different color than the whole van. See, sometimes on the uh, cars they have advertising. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what that's definitely what it looked like. It looked like it looked like there was that. To be honest, it looked like one of those things like where uh, you know how like sometimes like um, you see a car and like you can tell that the door got replaced because like uh, because like the the color of the door doesn't match the rest of the car. Yes. Yeah, that's the, that's exactly what this door looked like. It just, it just looked like you know someone left the door open one day and in the middle of the street a car came in, crushed the door, and they had to go buy a new door, and they just couldn't find the door with the right color. My favorite, uh, my favorite scene after this is when uh, they tie uh, Irma and Vernon. Oh, with the uh, with the iron uh, <laughs> with the iron like yeah the ch- iron chains. Yes. Yeah. So here, like Irma's, like, "Oh, April gets a medallion. I get an iron bracelet." <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like salty Irma over here getting mad because April is a uh, you know. I felt. I felt like that was me that moment. <laughs> uh, something uh, Michael uh, wrote. He's he wrote that uh, at one point Vernon uh, exclaims, "I have so much more to live to." live for than her in which he's uh referring to irma and he was like oh that's a sick burn Vern." <laughs> <laughs> so so like while this is going on you know we shredder and the turtles like they caught up and everything with uh with april and the high priest and this is where april she activates uh the medallion again and brings up atlantis from the sea uh, if you guys don't know because this show does not really this show really expects the audience to know what Atlantis is like Atlantis is like this mythical palace that uh, where like people are like living underneath the sea and like you know uh, like you know basically if you ever seen the Aquaman movie it's basically that or like you know even uh the Little Mermaid that that place was called Atlantica like uh, but they were mermaids. They weren't, like, really, like, Atlanteans, I have to say. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the, I would say that's something, like, the show, like, especially, like, this European season, they had that, we've had, like, so many episodes where they go out of their way and be like, oh, this is this, this is this, this is this. Like, you know, last last week they talked all about uh, Camelot and King Arthur uh, and everything. This episode just really assumes that the kids know what, what Atlantis is. Yes. Uh, so, when when the ancient city of Atlantis rises from the sea, there is a big squid on top of uh, the structure. So... I feel like it got, like, too mythical. Like, so right, right, exactly. Sorry because... we are from Ninja Turtles to, like, I don't know, science fiction. Right, exactly, yeah. Because, you know... Atlantis isn't real. I mean, I know last week King Arthur wasn't real either, but Donnie at least like was like, "Oh hey, King, this isn't. Th- these are just stories. These aren't real." No one makes the thing as like, "Like, oh wait, all this is real and everything." And the fact that it's like there's a giant squid in Greece and like no one has like said anything about this. You would think like once like you know photographs of this giant squid has like surfaced like people would be talking about this like in the world and like like and like no one like bats an eye about the squid they're like oh hey there's a giant squid you know like uh, last week was space octopus this week giant squid like 
I'm wondering what sea creature, what multi-armed sea creature we're going to get uh, next week. Maybe we get like a like a giant starfish or something like that. Uh, and uh, so... Then we have the Shredder again trying to get the necklace from... Yes, April. Shredder's trying to get the medallion from, uh, from, from April. And like, you know, none of that's happening. At least this time it doesn't look so awkward this time. I mean, it's still... Like, where he's, like, grabbing, obviously he's trying to grab the medallion, but we don't have, like, the idle hands in this scene, at least. Um, <laughs> it, the, but, yeah, uh, and then Mikey, this is, like, where Mikey starts swinging his nunchucks, uh, you know, and I was like, whoa, Mikey! Um, and, like, the squid grabs both uh, Mikey and Shredder, and something something Michael actually had wrote, and I didn't think about this uh, at all, um, but, like, you know... My, Michael wrote that Shredder is literally covered in blades and doesn't try to cut this giant squid holding him even once. And yeah, like... Oh, that's right. I, I, I wasn't even thinking about that because I think I've gone to this point where I, I just accepted that Shredder's, like, blades are just kind of, like, there for show. And, <laughs> like, they're not... Like, you know, it's kind of like, like, uh, like shoulder pads, like, you know, back in the 80s. Like, they just, they're just there. And you just kind of accept them. Like, I forgot. Like, oh, yeah. Those are weapons. That can, like, totally cut a squid's, like, tentacle right now. And he just kind of, like, nope. I mean, you know, and the squid just grabs him like it's nothing. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is, this is like, the soft plastic. Like, you know, this this is 2020, guys. We can't, uh, or 2022. I keep uh, forgetting that we're already two years in 2020. Um, uh, like, you know, this uh uh, uh, these shredder spikes. Oh no, they can't be dangerous anymore. Like you know that uh, we gotta kid test all this stuff now. Uh, so you know while all that's going on, then Donnie was like, Donnie was like, okay, he goes and grabs the medallion from April, and so. Yeah, but I think uh, first he grabbed the the I don't know I call it dress or whatever from the. Oh yeah, he dr oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he kind of like, he kind of like, yeah, like the. It's not really. I don't know. Like whatever. Let's call it a dress. I don't know what you call that thing. Um, but but yeah, like he he grabs that and kind of like pulls it over his eyes. <laughs> Make it like a chocolate. Kind yeah, of yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah yeah. He does that. So he yeah. The high priest is like now incapacitated because Donnie like grabbed his like tunic. And just put it over his head or something like that. Um, then, then like, Donnie was like, alright. And then he go grabs a medallion from April. April does not move a itch. Like, Donnie was just able to just grab it. And, like, she didn't, like, resist at all. Like, I don't know if that's the April part of the queen. Or that was just, like, the queen was like, oh, I'm tired. We're, we're 20 minutes into the episode. I think it's time to end this. We have a giant squid, guys. Come on. <laughs> what else can we do? Uh, and so the the squid and the rest of Atlantis goes underneath the sea. Uh, Mikey and Shredder are like saved from the uh, from the squid and everything. Uh, and like you know, Mikey was like, "Hey, even though we're or like Mike, Shredder's like, hey, even though we're captured together, that doesn't mean we're we're friends or something like that or something." And then like. Then Shredder was like, "All right." Then Shredder was like, "Okay, I I have to leave. I I could take care of you guys, but 
And then here is where I had to review and watch this scene three or four times because when the portal comes, the and it's still a red line and everything, and Shredder, before Shredder goes into the portal, I thought Shredder says, I need to go do a TikTok dance. Yes, what is it? Okay, so you heard that too. You heard TikTok as well? Yes, I thought this is a, it's a thing that I don't know about it. Okay, so because I thought I heard that, and I'm like, okay, I had to, and I thought I'm the only person who thought he heard, he, I heard that. Michael Atkins also said that he said, he said, it sounded like he said, like a TikTok trend. <laughs> and, um, so I'm just happy. I'm just not the only person who I thought, I thought Shutter said, tick, like something in the, in the lines of TikTok because. I heard TikTok dance. Okay, you heard TikTok dance. Okay. I thought, I really thought he said TikTok dance. And like, you, you gotta understand, these DVDs do not have subtitles. I had to review this a few times because, I mean, this was also 19, this was like 1992, 1993. There's no such thing as TikTok. I mean, Kesha didn't even write the song uh, TikTok. The, what TikTok meant for us, for this generation, was the the mouse. Like tick, like TikTok. The mouse goes up the clock. That's what we refer to TikTok. We have. So I finally understand what he actually said after hearing it uh, four times. So um, what was it? He says I have to deal with a ticked off crank. Uh huh. It's just that Jim Cummings said it so fast. And, I mean, is this that maybe we, if we watched this 10 years ago, we probably wouldn't have heard TikTok. We probably would have heard TikTok, ticked off. But, he, but like, you know, since yes, we are now right. in, like, 2020, or, yeah, like, 2022, where TikTok is a global phenomenon now, that's, I think that's immediately where our brains go. And then, like, uh, I don't know, like, I... I'm, I still kind of complain about this. Uh, the DVDs don't have subtitles. I don't know why the D DVDs don't have subtitles. Uh, like, you know, uh, and I don't, like, you know, back in the day, TVs had uh, closed captioning, like, encoded. I don't know if, I don't know if modern TVs now have closed cap caption or not. If they just, or they just uh, depend on uh, subtitles, like, from, like, like, the cable carriers or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, like... I don't know. It was just weird. Uh, but yeah, that's what he says. Ticked off Krang. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Right. Right. Exactly. So uh, they leave. Uh, Rocksteady says, I hate it when we leave, we don't have a clever, clever exit line or something like that. They leave. They And then like April, April's like, oh, what happened? What? What was going on? Because apparently, when she ha when she was under the queen, she had no recollection of like what the queen of Atlantis did when she was in control of of April. Uh, and oh, you know, we did not mention this all podcast, but the reason why that the the queen was uh like the queen came into April was because April looked like the queen of a Atlantis. They didn't really explain that she's like lineage or not but like uh gomez adam sands the mustache uh he he also was like oh this woman looks like the queen of atlantis and 
that's why like a medallion like affected her. So she had no idea what's what's going on. And then like and then at the end of the episode, like Mike is like, Oh, let's go get pizza and April like talks like the Queen is like, No, I demand better food or something like that and it's like, Wait, wait, you just said you didn't know what was going on and now you able to talk like the Queen? Yes, exactly. It's like, wait a minute. Did you know exactly what you're doing the whole time? You just wanted to pretend to the turtles that you didn't because you secretly wanted to bring Atlantis back and you just wanted, maybe she was like trying to use this to like defeat Shredder or something like that. Maybe she wanted to actually be the queen. I don't know. But uh, that's how the episode ended. And that's uh, pretty much everything uh, that we have uh, for this episode. Uh, What did you think uh, overall, honey? Uh, I actually liked the episode. I thought the the animation was very good. Uh, I um I think I liked this episode. You like this episode? Um, I will say uh I will say I don't like this one as much as I liked last week's. Last week's episode I really enjoyed. Uh, this one, uh, I mean th- this one was good. I appreciate like the animation. Um, I like how different the. Uh, the cultural thing was. Yeah. Because all yeah. the, like, the bazaar, like, the city was completely different from yeah, the Yeah, yeah, I really like the, I really like the, the, the layouts, the, the, the layouts was good. Um, like, you know, I just, I thought Splinter disappearing was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, cause, like, literally Splinter comes out, scolds the turtles, and then, like, he just leaves and is like, I'm done. <laughs> You I see that by the time your your sons come back, you, it's too late that you 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 don't even remember why you were mad. Right, exactly. And yeah, you you ate too much Cheetos. You ate too much Cheetos. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I love I love your reasoning of like why Splinter was not in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Oh uh, yeah, and like again, like it, it's just weird because he mentions he's going to be in the turtle van. And instead of, like, bringing the turtle van in this episode, they bring the Channel 6 news van. Which, to me, that makes less sense why the turtle van is there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but... Now, um... Yeah, I I will say I I did enjoy it. uh, Just not as much as I enjoyed last week's. I I thought last week's was, like, really solid. This one was... uh, I think my my big problem with this one was the fact that... uh, Even though I know... About the story of Atlantis uh, and everything, um, we, it, I don't think it did a good job of like explaining to the audience what Atlantis is, and especially considering that other episodes they went out of their way to be like, oh hey, this 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 this, and then there was like, so much going on they they didn't have time to explain that. That's true. There was so much going on. Hey, but hey, we finally have Vernon's like uh, job title. That is the one thing. That is the one thing we can appreciate in this episode is that, like, we finally get that down. But join us next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about the Turtles on the Orient Express. If you have any questions or memories, especially if you have memories, I don't think, like, like I don't think anyone has, like, memories of this episode. Old Man Winters actually had memories of, of, uh, of this episode, but, like, generally not many people have memories of the, of the European episodes. I really think... 
a lot of people were like me and just didn't have cable uh, during this time or like they moved on they probably all I think everyone just moved on to Power Rangers at this point uh, for when this when these episodes aired uh, but yeah if you have any memories uh, let us know and uh, thank you so much uh, thank you Michael Michael Atkins and uh, Old Man Winters for contributing uh, we love it when you guys do it uh, but till next week guys alright see ya Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pod. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available. April's like, oh, what happened? What what was going on? Because like you know, <coughs> apparent. Um, Sorry. It's okay. Uh, April, because April's like, oh, what what's been going on? Because apparently, like when she was. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not that I can't control it. It's okay. I, I I just think it's funny that you did it in the same exact time. I, all right. So. Oh yeah, there there might be another one. Yeah, I know. I know. It's okay.